Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. In today's show, we talk about food, glorious food, footballing twins, and look at the teams of the rich and famous, and Owen Hargreaves. Play that guitar. Hello and welcome to episode 10, we're in double figures, yes. of the Fantasy Football Hangover. That's exciting. I know, it's great, it's isn't 10. it? It's great. It's a slightly different show today. We are in a pub. We're in a very nice, lavish room in the upstairs of the Island Queen in Islington. Yeah, and we've been talking about this for a few weeks and desperate to do it. So we're both very excited to actually have the podcast live. Indeed, but we are missing Rob. He is has some personal stuff going on that makes it sound serious yeah, it makes it sound really yeah, sinister no, doesn't it no busy. he's just not around yeah he's just not around uh, so he is not available but that does mean that it's just me and Rich today so it'll be hopefully really quick and snappy and yeah. fun and Lose, much better without funnier, yeah. definitely so <laughs> as we're in a pub we get straight into the alcohol absolutely <sighs> oh that's a lovely frothy ale <laughs> and as is customary with the Fantasy Football Hangover, whoever has done worse oh, in the game week has to buy the beers. And currently, as things stand, we are recording this on Monday evening. Uh, Rich will be going off to uh, Arsenal-Leicester yeah. fairly shortly. But um, we're recording this Monday evening and currently Richard is on 21 points. Oh, terrible. Just the worst weekend. And I was so, oh, so envious of your wildcard through the week, but thinking yeah. actually... My team's all right. I don't need to panic. Oh, You'll be fine. It was, bad, it was a bad week all around, I think. Most yeah. people have bad weeks. I've got, I'm on 44 with Lacazette to come. So I think oh, hopefully right, I'll get above 50, which I haven't had for a few weeks. My team's <laughs> been so bad. So I am very glad about that. Yeah, you're but doing well. beer-wise, you just paid. So we are on. We're both drinking a Chuckaboo Extra Pale from London Brewing Company. 4.2%. So, uh, what are your tasting notes? It's in a nice pint glass. You've, you've already drunk a oh, bit. I've already basis. drunk a quarter. Um, yeah, I am quite not 100% convinced. I like the start, where it is quite, um, yeah, citrusy, like that nice tropical hoppy taste. It's quite, but quite it a saison, sort of. Well, I thought it was slightly vinegary, almost. Mm, mm. Like a little bit tart. And I don't know, maybe it could be how it's kept, I don't know. If, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, um, but I'm, I'm not sure about the finish. I'll yeah. drink it all, oh, yeah, um, but course. I'll definitely change beer next. I'll drink it as it was paid for by you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and also I had to set up a tab for Will, so <laughs> we'll see how we get on with that. My uh, my own personal tab, tab 104, I think it is, something like that. If you want to come, come yeah, and, uh, yeah. use it at a future date. Tab 104. So, uh, so yeah, we've already said that uh, your week was bad, but we oh, should, um, we'll get onto that in a bit. We should just quickly remind people of what this podcast is all about yeah. for uh, new listeners. So we're, as I said, 10 episodes in. Yeah. We are normally three guys who are fairly average at fantasy football, yeah. but quite good drinkers. And we like nothing more than meeting in the pub and uh, discussing our fantasy football woes and our highs and our lows of the previous game week. And we thought, why not bring why not this to a podcast? It? 
we're not statisticians we're not going to go crazy on any of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff uh, we just are pretty casual players I yeah. say casual we, I put way way more time than I should onto this but uh, yeah I, I think we all put a lot into it yeah. but I think what we probably don't do a lot of um, more uh, like enthusiastic FF fans do is we don't really delve a lot into the deep underlying statistics and no. the trends and stuff it's more it's more impulsive and that um, is probably why they are so much better than us absolutely but that said you are currently I think somewhere in the we're doing pretty well I know uh, yeah 82,000 82,000 see that's all but right. I was as high as I think last week I was 35,000 that's great so it's a big drop yeah. from this shocking weekend of football for me well we'll get on to rankings a bit later because I'm bringing back the popular game of Gross or Lure uh, which we'll be playing favorites. later this will be the second ever Gross or Lure and the first one we did when it was just us two yeah as well. we never let Rob, Rob play Rob can't play sorry Rob so we've got some uh, so that for, again for new listeners that is where we um, analyse the scores of professional footballers <laughs> and famous faces <laughs> who are playing FPL and see how they're getting on in a sort of twist on the classic high or lower uh, play your cards right style yeah. game um, Bruce Forsyth rest in peace so <laughs> killed by Aaron Ramsey let's actually just talk add. about I think, I think he was killed by Aaron Ramsey not another one yeah another one yeah talking a bit about Bill we'll Martin get on to that yeah. we'll get on to that a bit later again we're in correspondence so six and sixty. First off, we need to talk about how we got on last week, which oh, was terrible. Dear. So was this, is, this is our weekly week tips. Drops. Yeah, this is our weekly tips, and we were so smug. First eight <laughs> weeks, we were doing great. You know, the players we were tipping were brilliant, scoring loads of goals, scoring loads of points. This week, the Not six so that we've tipped, only five have played. Jamie Vardy is playing tonight, so we need him to come good. But basically, we've got a total of. Seven, no, nine points between Crikey. them. Yeah, I had so, Firmino, he didn't start. Firmino got one, and you had Gilfie Sigurdsson, who got three points. Yeah, he did okay. Rob tipped Richarlison and Jamie Vardy, so Richarlison's on three, and Vardy yet to play. I had Brooksy, who, obviously David Brooks, who is a firm favourite of mine, I've brought yeah, him into my team now, he got one point. And he was subbed. He was subbed for 59 minutes. Oh, that's Classic. so painful. Surely Eddie Howe. He must play FPL. Can't maybe, he just maybe, I'll, I'll maybe one of his more. rivals has Brooks in his team. Yeah, maybe. And uh, then Jimenez got one point <sighs> in a in a disappointing performance by Wolves. So, yeah, I think we all thought Wolves would beat yeah. Watford, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. But, um, so we should uh, we should do our tips this week. So we obviously there's only two of us, so we've got to tip three players three each. each. But um, let me queue up the old TikTok TikTok, <laughs> and then let's get going. <laughs> Okay, so first up, I've got Bernard, or Bernard, depending on how you pronounce it, <laughs> at, uh, at Everton. And because Richarlison's moved up front, he's been the main playmaker. Yeah. So um, they've got United away next, which always feels like there's a goal in it. And then they've got Brighton and Chelsea. So he feels like a good one. The second one is Andre Schürrle, uh, 5.9 million. Fulham have got a great run of fixtures. Bournemouth, Huddersfield. Uh, also, he's had the fourth most shots in the league. Um, and he scored at the weekend so feels like it's coming good for him and the last one you've tipped him before is Pereira at Watford mm. uh, 6.2 million um, they've got great fixtures as well Huddersfield Newcastle 
And Southampton. You've not left me up less Sorry, much time. I've, I've got Pereira as well. I've got Ross Barkley, 5.7 million. He is a little bit of a, a wild card at the moment. I think yeah. a good sub. And then finally, I've got Decore from, again, from uh, from Watford. So they've got Huddersfield, Newcastle, Southampton coming up. Thanks for all the time, Rich. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Unbelievable. Well. Well, kept into a minute, though. You yeah. did well there. Yeah, we did well. But yeah, Pereira, I went for, oh, I can't remember when. Uh, it was week ago. one or week two, I think. Yeah, wasn't a long it? time ago. I mean, funny thing is, I've never owned him. <laughs> I know, this happens a lot, this doesn't typical. it? This is typical. I tip players and then never get them. But they've got great fixtures. Yeah, uh, they really have. Huddersfield just don't. I mean, they actually didn't look too bad against Liverpool. It's just like, like they, they always concede goals mm. and they don't score many. Mm. It's just. Why would you pick a Huddersfield player? I mean, I've got one, Philippe Billing, who I've had since. He's quite a popular start. choice, isn't he? Cause um, he's very just because he's really cheap, but yeah. he's really annoying because he mm. never gets more than two or three. And then, worth noting, I read today that Fulham uh, are on course to concede 100 goals this season oh, wow. if things stay the same. <laughs> so I would always say don't pick any Fulham defenders and always pick players playing against Fulham. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, because they're going to create chances and score chances. If you can score, sorry, if you can concede four um, against Cardiff, who yeah, had only impressive. scored four up until this week, <laughs> then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, look at us, we haven't got Rob, and yet we're still reeling off stats. Yeah, this there is, you uh, go. It's very impressive. In fact, actually, talking of Cardiff, um, yeah. it was Cardiff that prompted my thoughts on Sarri this week. Oh, yes, so Sarri, not Sarri. Uh, Sarri, Sarri, I have I, Sarri, I haven't a clue, is a, another semi-regular feature where we um, just ask a question of the other members of the Fantasy Football yes. podcast team. Yes. Um, at it's the start, always described so yeah, well. Always described well. It's, it's basically, basically a question, question with an immediate answer, and then we reveal the real answer at the end yes so it encourages you to stick through the entire podcast yeah, see what we've done there yeah don't you want to know oh, I mean you could just skip to the end but I guess you'd miss so much good stuff oh right? yeah exactly. so much good stuff yeah. so anyway this week's Sarri um, as mentioned uh, Cardiff inspired it so Josh Murphy scored for Cardiff t- uh, this weekend and he uh, created history in the Premier League this season because in I think the second game game week two they played Newcastle and his twin brother, Jacob Murphy, came off the bench for Newcastle. So he became only the second set of twins to play against each other in the Premier League. Okay. So there's two parts to the question, Will. Yes. The first one is who was the other set of twins. Yes. And then in total, including those two sets, there are six sets of twins to play in the Premier League in the same season. Okay. So four of them are for the same teams and the other oh, wow. two, including Josh and um, uh, Jacob played against each other wow okay. I know go Twins there's a lot go to twins. take in there I just mean, think wait. Twins Premier yeah Fabio and Raphael would be yeah. instant and possibly yeah. played against each other I they, think they, they, they were the same team played for United but then Fabio left to go elsewhere didn't he? I think he went on loan so right. he was always and maybe he was, yeah okay um, okay Wow, that is really hard. <laughs> Go twins. twins. Twins is so hard because obviously you have a lot of brothers, but not necessarily twins. Yeah, it's not. It's not an easy one. There's maybe one other pair that I immediately recalled, and because oh, um, oh, Kevin Prince, Boateng, and Jerome Boateng, have they ever played for the same side? Probably not. Are they even twins? I don't know. Uh, that. No, they're brothers. Right. And. Kevin Prince played at Spurs, didn't he? Yeah, and I'd, Portsmouth, though. Right. And Jerome was... Maybe he's only ever been abroad. Jerome at 
City. Oh, maybe. It was a City for a while. So yeah. they, I think they would have played. Right, but they're just brothers. But brothers is all sorts of brothers. Brothers and lovers. Yeah. Oh, oh man, this is going to be a lot of dead air because I'm just going to be thinking. Shall I, can I, shall can we I move think on and revisit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might think throughout and just shout them out. Yeah, just, just scream twins. twins. Um, all right, well, next up is our best of worst of. Sorry, I just ah, have to refer yes. to my notes. So best of worst of. Uh, we, this has been every week. We've done this every week. Yep. And it is our regular look at the best and worst of football and beyond. And... Last week we had a good one, I think, Celebrity Fans. Oh, yeah. So we, we'll come on to that in a bit in terms of the correspondence because we've had quite a few yeah, we did, didn't messages we? on socials. A lot of people had thoughts about this. Quickly shout out to the socials whilst we're on that. So at FF Hangover on Twitter, uh, Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. And then we've also got a Gmail, which is ffhangover at gmail.com. So get in touch on all of those. We've had loads of... Uh, loads of stuff recently and um, make sure you leave reviews and rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts rather yeah, as well five stars, uh, five stars or or go away yeah. basically <laughs> um, but yeah really appreciate you getting in touch and yeah. we'll get on to what emails and messages we've had shortly but, but first off best of worst of so best of worst of this week is food to do with football so football food so I'm talking about this is slightly confusing but I'm talking about match day food so what you have at a ground or before a match or after a match, your routines, because you're off to Arsenal tonight. I so, am. So, first thing, let's just talk about what you will do tonight. Will you grab food beforehand? What's your plan? No, I don't normally eat beforehand, but this this is kind of comes into my worst of, because the Emirates is a newly designed stadium, 10 years in the making, and um, the food offering is just diabolical. At, at it, the ground. At the ground yeah. is the classic cliche of, like, dry hot dog, stale bun, six pounds, overcooked, microwave pizza dry burgers um, washed down with awful beer um, Arsenal I mean at Highbury there used to be um, a bagel stand within the ground oh, which was nice. really really good um, and unfortunately it didn't make it to the Emirates and there's it's tough I mean Holloway Road you've got a few things you've got Munchies Caribbean which is always good well yeah I've eaten there with you oh, I was going to yeah. which, which is really nice yeah. I because I tend to come from home to the ground. Um, I would normally eat at home and then just cycle straight there, watch the game. I mean, for a three three o'clock kickoff or you know five thirty, that's fair enough. But an evening game, you're going to be you're going to be hungry when it comes to nine thirty. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what I'm going to do now. And yeah. actually, my stomach's starting to rumble. This isn't good. But I, yeah, somewhere down Holloway Road, certainly before the game. Yeah. Um, before the ground, because the ground is just gruesome. But I, I always think this is such a massive. Miss. I know clubs sign big deals with people to deliver mass market food because they're always going to sell it. Yeah. But um, when you start doing a bit of research around like the food offering uh, American football grounds mm. or our European counterparts, just so far behind. You think of all the amazing street food available in London. They go to Curb Market or any of these places. Like, it would be so easy just to implement something good. And yeah. actually, 
Um, I've been to the Oval a couple of times to see the cricket. Yeah. And you, it's, it's decent food. Like, you go around and they've got different stands on the concourse. You get, like, a nice sourdough pizza. You can pick up some sushi. It's, like, it's yeah. good. The food so, experience at other sporting events is so it's different. so different. When you go to Wimbledon, it's an expensive ticket, but so is football nowadays. Yeah, exactly. And the food is expensive, but people expect to pay a lot of money when they go to these things. And if you're paying... Decent money. Sorry, wasn't this meant? This wasn't meant to be a rant at all. But when you're when you're paying good money for something, you know, you 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 sort of expect some kind of level of standard. A friend of mine, you know him, James Kirkham, who is you're currently battling with in one of our mini leagues. Yeah, James. <laughs> He's just overtaken me. I should imagine he, yeah, he had has. an argument with a woman at the so-called gourmet burger stand at, at Wembley. <laughs> Was it false advertising? With, when we when we went to see the NFL. At Wembley, which was apparently the food's getting better at mm-hmm. last experience now. So there was a match at the weekend, and a friend went and said that the food was getting a lot better. But he had an argument with a gourmet woman because, well, she was not selling a gourmet burger <laughs> whatsoever. You know, ten pounds or whatever for an yeah. absolutely terrible meal. But he was about ten pints in at this point, so Ooh. you can imagine he yeah, was in de- desperate need for food, but also uh, had the beer rage going on. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, when you're charging like six pound fifty for a hot dog, people don't mind spending nine pounds on a decent pizza. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, I, I, it's so annoying. Well, I've been looking into um, so the new Spurs stadium. I know you're going to hate this oh. as, a, as an Arsenal fan, but. It, it sounds like they're going to have a really good setup. So they've got they've got Beaver Town as one of the beer partners. So jealous. So they've got they've, and they've got their own tap room there. Uh, and they've got I've been looking to what food they're going to be offering. I mean, it could be terrible, but at the moment it says they're offering artisanal flatbreads, Asian style street food. I mean, it's a far cry from well, what my what? worst of was going to be was the the, the standard. Um, tikka masala uh, pucka pie <laughs> Which, yeah, I seem to remember I seem to remember on your stag do actually when we went to Exeter oh, yeah. I seem to remember us all having pucka pies pies and we it did. was just awful we did but yeah they're just yeah. dreadful absolutely well, pies, dreadful pies and football are synonymous yeah aren't they? they are um, there's one thing I saw um, that uh, in Scotland, Scotland's best pie is the famous Killy pie that was made by Brownings the Bakers, who um, they sell it at Kilmarnock's Rugby Park. So, and they were voted Scottish Baker of the Year. Wow! Year. So that's a decent way to do a pie. And actually, there's a place on the way up to Arsenal called Piebury Corner. Great, nice. Place, and it's got a dispense window. Oh, Maybe I'll stop there. Actually, well, Spurs are doing. So another thing that Spurs are going to be doing. So this isn't a sales pitch for uh, <laughs> for the new. But this ground. is this is the way football clubs should be yeah. thinking. Like it's just it's just sensible. So it's going to be a cashless ground, which I love already because who carries cash? But it will be a click and collect style thing, so you can order on the app for no half time and then go and collect. I mean, that is work. so civilized, isn't it? I mean, maybe so people just. I guess you do have to show a number, but will it work? Who knows? Yeah, so it's going to be a bit more like the theatre than the. Yeah. yeah. All your drinks there, right? Yeah. They're there at the interval lined hopefully up. Hopefully, you're not as boring. <laughs> now, I am going to the theatre soon, actually. We're not completely uncultured. No, I like, I like the theatre. Um, nice. So, quite- I did some extra research just before you go on to your best of, but I did some extra research into com- uh, grounds around the country and who mm. got voted the best and who got voted the worst. And so, uh, there's, a, there's a website called footballgroundmap.com. Okay. So, I have to thank them for all this research, yeah. but. Uh, they sort of chart like 
fans go and they rate basic you know amenities and food and the seat quality and everything like that and it all gets ranked but the food ranking so as we're a Premier League focused uh, focused podcast we should say that Brighton is rated the best in the Premier League uh, Southampton second Man City third Huddersfield is the bottom oh, okay. although oh, actually bottom. Tottenham is the bottom but that's because they don't have a ground technically at the moment <laughs> so that is fair enough I'd imagine it would be better yeah. but poor yeah. old Huddersfield so if you're a Huddersfield fan yeah. you know why Why are you so bad what's yeah, going on what, what could be worse than the Emirates yeah I- Genuinely. And then in terms of nationally, uh, across the leagues, the Rico Arena, so that's the Coventry Stadium, Mm -hmm. which was actually voted one of the most soulless stadiums in the country, but that is number one for food. Maybe everyone's too busy eating the delicious food. Yeah, maybe you're just there, you go up half time, you're like, this is so good. I couldn't quite get into what they were offering that's so good. Yeah. But... It's you know it's based on a lot of ratings you know there's well, a actually, lot of people. Ian Henderson, friend of the show, he's yeah. a Coventry fan and season ticket holder. Well, so we Ian need to find Hendo, out. if you're if you're listening, let us know what's so good about the food in the UK and why is it so soulless. Um, <laughs> and then Field Mill, which I had to get Google, is the yeah, Mans- is Mansfield. Okay, Mansfield Ground is both the worst in the entire football ah. league. But I did some research into what makes it so bad, and I found their like. They've got a sports bar called Sandy Pate or Pate. I don't know. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Pate. Sandy Pate sounds which sounds horrific, awful. Yeah. But that is voted. It gets rave reviews. And on TripAdvisor, it's the 33rd best restaurant <laughs> in Mansfield. Amazing. So, uh, yeah. I did, I did some... Uh, on TripAdvisor, Stoke, um, Stoke City had a few critical uh, <laughs> reviews of the hot buffet. Uh, I think it's J Cope 87 uh, he's the 87th Jay Cope he said the hot buffet was cold oh, what a miss hot buffet at football well, is that in the where is that in the, the like once you get posh up, like, when you get to club level or like into the director's boxes the food suddenly goes from diabolical to insane yeah I was once um, when I was working at EMI they had a box at Arsenal we went up to the, the director's box and we had the pre-match um meal which was a buffet but it was like a hot buffet carvery um where, and we saw um Arsene Wenger and his wife sat down there oh nice but it's um who's the chef I can't remember the name of the chef uh it'll come back to me Frenchman okay. um a twin probably yeah yeah probably any any news on twins no <laughs> no keep thinking Talk um, about food but it is amazing the jump up once you get beyond the kind of general to any kind of offering it's all like chef devised delivered yeah I mean, I guess it makes sense. Well, like, uh, New, Newcastle market. have their own cheese. I found out it's really imaginatively titled N- "NUFC Cheddar." <laughs> I mean, surely if you're going to have your own cheese, like at least oh, name it um, after like Alan Shearer or something like that. I don't I don't know NUFC what that would be. Cheddar. But NUFC so Cheddar, isn't it? But I'd like to know what it tastes like. So, if anyone who um, you know supports Newcastle and has ever had NUFC Cheddar, which is available. In at club level, uh, in the sort of half-time cheese board platter yeah. that you can get. Raymond Blanc is the, the chef who delivers the, oh, the is menu. Oh, Arsenal! Arsenal. Wow, exactly. that is oh, good. Yeah. I love I love Raymond Blanc. Um, but so best of, I mean, for me and, and for a lot of people, actually, I put this out on Twitter earlier, and a few people got in touch. Um, Neil Perini, who we will we'll come to later, whose son played a couple of captain oh, tips yeah, this of week. Mr. He, he agreed with me on this, and it comes from when we used to go and see Orient, and on a cold Tuesday night when they were being beaten by Hartlepool 1 0 in the 90th minute, 
the only thing that could soothe that was a uh, hot hot cup of Bovril. Oh, you just can't yes. get better. I mean, it's so British. It's, it's so, so football, football as well, actually. And I know that uh, another person, Kate Hiscox, who goes to see Brentford, that's yeah. the thing she looks forward to the most. Like, loads nice of people cup of hot love it. You don't get it sold many other places outside of ground, do you? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, and it's pretty cheap normally. It's sort of £1, pound, £1.50, pound something like that. And it's, yeah. nothing, it's, you know, it's hearty, it's warming. It's not for the vegetarians, but, no. you know... Nice. If you don't know what Bovril is, if you're listening from an, uh, we've got, I mean, we've got listeners in Uganda, in France, and <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know who the Ugandan listener is. Me I'm too. really obsessed yeah, with Ugandan. Yeah, come forward, get in touch yeah. with us, emails, all, all the socials, yeah. whatever you need. But we've got listeners all around the world, so if you don't know what Bovril is, it's basically gravy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's a beef, beef stock, stock in a mug. So you sort of just sip away. I mean, it's probably got more salt than your weekly <laughs> allocated in- intake is recommended. Uh, but it's it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. So that, for me, is my best of. Yeah, what that's, about you? That's awesome. Well, I didn't have a best of experience, per se, so I did a little bit of looking around. Well, the one thing I, I couldn't find much on, but um, I know Clapton FC um, are a non-league team in Clapton obviously and Dulwich Hamlets and I've, I've got friends who've been to both and they always say the food is amazing because they they literally have like street food vendors but right. I couldn't find anything when I was looking through it about it and no one responded with an exact mm. kind of detail but I guess what's quite nice about those grounds is that there is often like a craft beer offering yeah the fans are uh, not divided so it's all mixed steep standing I guess they're just not um, susceptible to major corporations no. coming in and just and, come in and sell some yeah. fried chicken or what yeah get some local be. community stuff I, is it Forest Green that's vegan there's a, yes. there's a vegan club yeah, aren't yeah, Forest Green yeah which it's probably quite divisive, I imagine. I reckon, yeah. But, I mean, they recently promoted to the league, aren't they? A couple of seasons ago, I think. So. Go on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all I, I found was, um, I was looking on a bit of, like, national habits. It's weird, actually, in Russia and, and Spain, one of the big things is to offer seeds as snacks. So okay. sunflower seeds are a wow. big deal in Russia and Spain, I apparently. Mean, good, good missiles as well. Well, yeah, this is it. They say the husks are just left all over the stands at the yeah. end. But, you know, I guess it's different. I habits. used to sit behind a guy at Orient who used to go through an entire pack of cashews every match, yes. and he would just. That's very civilized. Um, oh, no, not cashews, sorry, pistachios, and leave oh. the shells on the floor so next more to him. Civilized. Yeah, just yeah. like an entire pack of <laughs> pistachio shells would just oh, be on the ground. Are great, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, but in Sweden, apparently, um, hot dogs are the culinary obsession, and they really take great pride in them. Um, so they. The hot dogs were introduced by well, German. I mean, the, what are they, 60p at Ikea? <laughs> yeah. Well, should be meatballs, shouldn't it? But I guess yeah. they're hard. Could you get a cone not, of meatballs? Not, well, I guess. Not so easy to eat. Maybe. Hot dogs great. But, um, yeah, there, there's a healthy tradition of enjoying it as a, a, a snack. And there's even a hit song called um, Varmkorv Boogie, which translates <laughs> roughly as the hot dog boogie. Brilliant. By a guy called O.A. Thornquist's, um, dedicated to the tradition of hot dogs. So when you go to the ground, you, you, you get um, what's called a tonbrods ruler, which consists of a buttered flatbread stuffed to bursting with a hot dog, mashed potato, shrimp salad, fried and raw onion, and mayonnaise. So when you're down watching uh, Kennedy, that sound when great? you're down watching Kennedy, yeah, back at hammer, glue, hammer bo- yeah, hammerby, I then think you can uh, tuck into one of those. Yeah, That's I great. just thought that, and I think there's lots of variation on that that kind of theme, mm. but that kind of. Offering sounds quite appealing. I think in, in the American grounds, you get a lot of like 
Billy Cheese Day. Yeah, they're all really that kind into of... it. They make it a big experience, and I think we need to get that yeah. stated over here. So look, yeah. if you're listening, get in touch with your best of, worst of. Um, yeah, for, maybe there's for, something for, from for the ground you guys or every sport. Week. Yeah, or just sport in general. Um, so yeah, Twitter it's at FF Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Fantasy Football Hangover, and it's on there. And then ffhangover at gmail.com is our email address. So get in touch on there. And I think we are due another round. Yeah, so go it's to about the, time. Go to the bar, Rich. to the bar. What are we drinking then, Rich? So this is a pheasant plucker. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> Very easy for me to say. Um, so I thought after that slightly acidic one... I, that, was I, a red, that was a red arrow, that last oh, one, wasn't it? Massive red arrow. Yeah. Um, sorry guys that, yeah not good so this uh, I hate being negative about beers on, I know. on here because I feel like we're going to get judged and well, hated but we've got to be honest we've got to call it and yeah. actually primarily we have bought ourselves lots of nice beers on purpose to be fair we yeah. have chosen we've not gone too controversial it's and that nicer. wasn't controversial it was an extra pale but. well yeah it should have been fine so this is more of a traditional ale so it's off the uh, off the cast pheasant, not the pheasant plucker yeah let me know what you think it's mm. um yeah, more oh, of a. It's lovely. It's, it's quite. Mm. It's just really. It's like a, just a mild. It's a mild bitter, isn't it? So mm. it's much darker. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much flat. So much um, flavour in that. It's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have another swig. It's actually, very, um, very caramelly, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can. I would have that on a Sunday afternoon. I'd put it. Yeah, would have loved that yesterday, but I was too hungover. Tell you what, I would be great with, and this is my pre-vegetarian days: a plate of cold meat, yeah. some piccalilli, oh, and a yeah. nice pint of so that pleasant fucker on Boxing Day with yeah. a plate of cold meat and piccalilli, and, yeah. and some, and some football, football on the telly. Tons of it. My dad always and then a, and then a nap after that. Yes, yeah, it's a great bit to have by a fire and have a snooze. Yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it? Now you're getting into these <laughs> yeah, kind of more winters in slightly more flavoursome ales that are not session drinks. You know, you wouldn't have loads of that. Nah, but that's lovely. Yeah, yeah well done. Mm, well very done. good. Well done. So, what what brewery is that? So that's the Boland Brewery. Okay, where's that? Uh, good question. I don't know. Well, I was testing bunch. your purpose there. <laughs> yeah, I was testing thanks, your Will. But it's weighing in a nice mild 3.7%, yeah. which... Love it. Yeah, you Big can have green that. arrow for me. Um, a, copy, a copper ale yeah. with rounded berry flavours. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Well, well done. Nice settling in. Well done indeed, guys. So, great correspondence this week. So, last week's uh, best of worst of was famous fans. So, I chastised Manchester United for having the likes of Angus Dayton and Eamon Holmes and uh, <laughs> the bastard that is uh um, Mick Hucknell and I mean I kept thinking of more as I was oh anyway I don't want to dwell on that. Mm. There was some great correspondence from people coming up with their own their own best of worst of in that sphere. So who do we have? So we so we had a, a, a very good set of photos from uh, someone on Twitter called LazyNerd underscore S. Oh. Thank you, LazyNerd underscore S. Yeah, thank you. Who, thank sent, you good, who sent four photos of Drake. Uh, in, <laughs> this in was great. various um, outfits, but he was... I mean, it, it, I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like him with Frank Lampard whilst wearing, wearing a Chelsea kit. Yeah, there's uh, a United one as well. Yeah, there's a United Popper. one with... Yeah, Pogba. There's, well, I mean, honestly, it's. Um, I wish I could look at them now, but there's one 
Liverpool with uh, like Sturridge. I mean, honestly, and, and he's always wearing the shirt. And there's a City one with him in like a Man City sort of boiler suit kind of <laughs> outfit. <laughs> not boiler suit. So what, a, a puffer coat, puffer jacket. Yeah. So football clubs out there wanting to get a few hits. All you got to do is send Drake I mean, uh, a tracksuit top, um, a beanie, yeah. maybe some bottoms, and he'll turn up, put his arm around your favourite player, have some decency, and just, like, just you know, know, pick a team. Don't don't have four, especially not four biggest sides in the country. <laughs> and then uh, another thing that got sent to me by. Uh, by a friend of the show, Paul, Schof- Paul Schofield, was uh, Shane Warne, the beloved oh, this was Australian brilliant. cricketer who, who who did the Mark Lawrenson sort of, uh, you know, predictions game. And in the interview, he was asked... Beat who he, Yeah, Beat Laura. He was asked who he supports and he said Chelsea. And the reasoning he gave was that when he was... Uh, I think he was getting the train from Bristol into London and a guy came up to him on the train... He was wearing a Chelsea scarf and had lots of sort of Chelsea tattoos and paraphernalia on him. And Shane Warne also claims was holding a knife. <laughs> In fact, didn't he, didn't he quote Paul Hogan? He, he quoted Crocodile Dundee. Dundee saying it was a, that was, <laughs> that's a knife. Um, and uh, he said that he came up to him on the train and asked him who he supported. So he said Chelsea, Chelsea through fear of death. And he said his, his quote unquote, too, he was too scared to support anyone else <laughs> so he has sports Chelsea out of fear alone and still does says a lot about the man doesn't it so uh, I like those two I mean that's two, probably two the bits. only way you support Chelsea okay. yeah I reckon yeah through being threatened by yeah, a threatened by knife, knife or, point or your father yeah get in touch if you're a Chelsea fan and you have also been infected yeah. by this yeah it's not too late to change your yeah, mind yeah honestly this will set up a support line and there's help get you looked after there. yeah so, uh, so, so yeah. Thank you for getting in touch, and like, say, do get in touch on all the socials. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? There, were, there was lots more. We talked about Kennedy, Bakayoko, Gloglu, and the debate as to whether his celebration was uh, it was pre was it pre planned or was it not? I don't know. I don't know. Still, let know. Oh, yeah. Kennedy, let us know. Yeah, well, Didn't Charles Dassenville get in touch about Osama bin Laden as well? Oh yes. How he could did, we forget? They, so yeah. there's a there's a well yeah. He got in touch about Osama bin Laden being an Arsenal fan. Yeah, apparently. Um, he was, because he went to school with Dom Jolly, didn't he, at Sam Bin Laden? Is that which, true? Yeah, I saw Dom oh. Jolly on, he's on Celebrity Hunted oh, at the God. moment. By the way, I love Celebrity Hunted. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. so good, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. And he's with the brilliant Vicky Patterson, yeah. Patterson, or whatever her name is, um, from, from Geordie Shaw. And that, yeah, they were running around, and I said to my fiance, I was like, did you know that Dom Jolly went to school with Sam Bin Laden? She was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's one of those things that people always know. So I think he went to school in Oman or Jordan or somewhere right. like that. And they went to school together at the That's international crazy, school. But it? yeah, Sam Bin Laden spent some time in the UK and, as a youth uh, in training, probably, you know, and he, he liked Arsenal. But um, what you, you remembered about <laughs> that fact is, we've talked about it on the show before, is... Yeah. Killed by Aaron Ramsey. Yeah, one of the other ones, along with Bruce Forsyth. That's two we've mentioned just on the show today. Yeah, so there's a there's a sort of famous thing that when when Aaron Ramsey scores, someone famous dies. And who did he kill recently? Uh, Killed someone very recently, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yeah, who was it? Um, A few weeks ago. Check that. Come yeah, back we'll to you. check that. Yeah, but it was it was it was the first in a while. Yeah, he's been keep, he has been injured. Yeah, so exactly. Keeping well, he's been a keeping profile. low profile. Serial killers have to. What's going to happen when he leaves at the end of the season? Well, hopefully, few we'll people will die. Yeah, people Italians start disappearing when he yeah. goes to Juventus. Yeah, it's like killing Eve. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, thank you for getting in touch. 
let's now go and move on to the popular quiz, gross or low. Oh, yes. Is it gross or is it low? <laughs> uh, so this is inspired by the two world-class players of Pascal Gross <laughs> and... Um, Christopher? Christopher Love. Christopher, Christopher, if you're listening, we have no idea how to pronounce your surname. Because Yogi, 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 Yogi love. love. I think it's love, let's love, say love. 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 Uh, so basically, you know how I will lower. Yeah. You know how to play that. You know, play your cards right. So I will give you the name of a famous fantasy football player. Okay, yep, yeah, I'm ready. And you have to tell me if the next person scored more or less than them. But because we're still in the game week, we will actually talk about their, entire, their total scores. Okay. It's good to catch up on how they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's this is start. scores today from game to one through exactly. tonight. So okay. let's start. I've got loads here. I'm not going to use all of them, but let's start with everyone's favourite, Neil Etheridge. I can Mad. tell you that he left himself on the bench this week. Oh, was that I a mistake? Also, no. He the two, didn't he? Yeah, so, he, yeah. Got, he would have got himself one point. Um, his, I still love his team name, Anyone Care. So Neil Etheridge, number one care. Yeah. Excellent, N-E-1. Um, I can tell you he is ranked 2,411th in the world. Um, He scored 40 points this week. Much more than me. I can tell you that he is on 436 points. So that is where he's at. So now, next person, Phil Jones. Ah, Has Phil Jones got gross or love points than Neil Etheridge? I think gross. I, I, I seem to remember from previous weeks that Phil Jones takes his team quite seriously. Well, ding, ding, ding. Congratulations. Yes. He is doing very well for himself. 542 points. He is 143,113th in the world. <laughs> Easy to say. He has no Manchester United players still. That's why he's doing well. And he scored 36 this week. Next up, I'm going to move on. We could do Chris Smalling, but I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on to John O'Shea, whose team okay. name is Yeah, but will it win? So, is he gross or lure of Phil Jones? I wonder. I suspect lure. Although I'm, uh, he's got more time on his hands, yeah. hasn't he? He's sitting on the bench he's, in Sunderland. He is doing very well. He's seventy-two thousandth in the world. He's oh, got, he's got four, he's got five hundred and fifty-nine points. He made Salah captain this week and is on 49 points. You've got to applaud that. That's running right in the face of everyone else in FPL, isn't it? Yep, indeed it is. And it's slightly worrying that he is part of a league that is called She Was Only 11. God. Yeah. Wow, that's really sinister. Yeah. Um, um, and through that league, I found I, there's also Darren Fletcher and Will Grigg, but I'm going to ignore them for this week because there's two new people. That, in fact, there's three new people that I found um, who are playing. Ian Wright. Ah, oh, what a hero. So there's a presenters versus pundits league. Ian Wright's team name? Ian Wright's is called Righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> Which is excellent. I Go love on, it. Righty, yeah. So is he, you're on, you're, you've got one point at the moment for one, one correct answer. Okay, so sure. is he gross or low of John O'Shea's 559 points total? I think low. You're correct. Yes. Not only is he lure, he has scored, he might has only scored six points this week. <laughs> oh, that's shocking. It strikes me though that Wrighty might set up a team and then never really I think he's playing. It. I think he might be playing. I, he almost might have played his wild card this week. I can't quite remember. Oh, but a shocking he is on a total of 470 points. He is 1,260th. 
thousandth in the world. So he's still better than Neil. He's still better than Neil Lethbridge. He's still my hero. Uh, he is. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing well. He's better than Will Grigg. I can tell you that much. Now, next up is Big Al, Al Shearer, team, <laughs> name, team, team name, team name Al, Al Madrid. Oh, God. So, has he scored? Has he scored gross or love of <laughs> Ian Wright? <laughs> I suspect gross. I imagine he's quite anal on the detail and researching the stats and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're correct there. So you've How got three, three correct so far. Let's see if you can make it. So he has uh, scored 32 points this week so far, 482 in total, and he is inside the top million. So He'll be incandescent then. He's not higher. I know. He's not doing that well in the in their league. So Kelly Summers, the uh, pundit, is yeah. top of that league, which has got to be a great, great yeah. boost for the in rounds. I love that. Um, so the final one, I mean, this... It, absolute best name we did team names in uh, le- oh, week yeah, one yeah, of best is... of worst of so this is Owen Hargreaves and his team name is when the Owen gets tough <laughs> that's good which is very good I like it when there's a name when um, it hasn't just been a cut and paste job or yeah. doing best fans I mean if it can mean to your own name it's brilliant isn't yeah, it exactly. and, you're a, and you're a footballer so it's uh, so has he scored this is to get four out of five correct and be I mean real, real star if you get this so has he scored gross or love of Alan Shearer <laughs> than big Al Al Madrid fame um, I think he's gone gross ding 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 yes he is on 530 points he is 225th Thousandth, two hundred and fifty-seven in the world. He scored forty-one points this week. Good work. Because I always think he's quite um, analytical. Well, he's he's a pundit. But yeah, I, I quite like his analysis. He's all right. The, the, he, yeah, he's on BT Sport sometimes, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bit dull in delivery, but he's quite insightful in the content. Kind of like how he played. <laughs> yeah, kind of actually. Yeah. yeah, never really noticed him until he's gone. Yeah, well, I mean, it's worth saying John O'Shea doing very well there, seventy-two thousandth in the world. He's... Yeah, you. Need, I mean, yeah, this could be a full-time job. John. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Well, I think he's still playing. Maybe I have no idea. Leagues, maybe championship. Oh, but um, Sutherland, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if he's still there. Maybe. So, no, in, in which case, League One. But um, so yeah, maybe more gross or love at another point. <laughs> it's a good game, isn't it? We're yeah, never going to let Rob play I, it. I, I like it, yeah. Never going to let Rob, Rob play it. let us know when you're next off because we'll be yeah. doing episode three. It's good to keep you updated with those teams as well. I'll, tri- I'll keep trying to find more and I'll... Yeah, I'll, I, I love the... I'll post those on the players. socials as well because it's quite nice to see the celebrity teams. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? So what's next, Will? We're well, kind of Todd, Todd, we're getting to a close, and I still haven't thought of any more twins, by the way. I'm uh, struggling. It, it, it was a bit of an evil question, yeah, actually. Well, I'll have another think during... We, we'll review the toddler captain tips from yeah. last week. So, young Max Perini, five years old of, uh, of London, of East London. He, I mean, bless him, he tried. He, he failed. It's, yeah, it's well, he went with my six and sixty tip, didn't he? Bobby Firmino, who didn't do well. For His anyone. reasoning was because he liked the name, this is so he had to choose he? between Aguero or I mean, Aguero is literally in people's choices every week, so it's quite yeah. nice for someone not to or pick Aguero. Aguero. Yeah, Aguero. Uh, so he picked Bobby Firmino, and so therefore got his dad two points and I can see where he's coming from because he thought oh it's quite a nice fixture for Liverpool he's been rested I don't think Max thought like that no it's just a nice name <laughs> just a nice name I like his name yeah. so Max if you're listening you're a disappointment yeah, yeah. sorry Max you fucked up 
Well, Sorry, steady. I'm oh, probably yeah. The Max don't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max, you, you did well, but not well enough. Yeah. Um, but we we haven't got one this week because no. we're, we're we're disorganized. But uh, we will hopefully have next one next week. week. And I can't remember where that leaves us with the scores between adults uh, and it children. Might be three all. I yeah, think. I think it's three all as well. So adults now level with the toddlers. Yeah. So so every week this is a, a, a toddler picks a captain and the theory at the end of the season we'll see if you know all the thought and research us adults put into our fantasy teams is undone by toddlers choosing on the strength of a name and currently um, they've just been pegged back but they're probably going to go ahead again next time we do it so so just before we do sorry Uh, answers we should talk about this week what are you? What are you doing? What's your team looking like? I, I don't know what to do. Genuinely, I, I, yeah, I had an absolute shocker. But I have got two free transfers, which is good. Do a mini um, wildcard. It's tempting. It's really tempting because I've taken a couple of hits, but I haven't for a while. Um, so I've got Aguero, Lacazette, and Wilson up front, which I'm relatively happy with. Mane was carrying knock and didn't play, and I'm wondering about his form. Uh, Richarlison I'll stick with because he's now playing up front and I think he'll be good I want to I want to get out Hollebass and Billing um, and I've got Alexander-Arnold who I like but then he was on the bench I'm mm. wondering about switching him to Joe Gomez who yeah. obviously has less attacking potential but he just seems to play so well every week I think yeah. he, he's got some bonus points and I'm also I want to bring Mendy back in now yeah. he's back in the team yeah. for City I'm wondering whether at the expense of Alonso Oh, yeah, see Alonso, they're playing him deeper now, so he's just not yeah. he's not getting the assists. I mean, you look at his stats at the beginning of the season. He was in the opposition box all yeah. the time, wasn't the he? The heat map and everything like that. I'm getting all stat- statisticians oh, well done, but um, yeah, he's you know he's just not pushing forward as much. They've obviously changed changed some tactics there, but. How about I mean, you? What's I'm not changing anything because I, I played my wild card. I'm relatively happy with it. There are you know there's always a bit of doubt. I was I was sort of debating if I could keep Salah in they had him I got rid of him obviously he scored I still don't think he's I, I'm not sure about him based on it's just value alone he's just too expensive he and is, it rules yeah. out you getting a load of other players although when I was looking at Scherler for the 6 and 60 tips I think Salah was second most shots in the league mm. it's Aguero Salah oh, the, the stats wise it's but pretty similar to last a lot, season a lot, but, yeah. but last season he was so much cheaper so it, it was far it more it made more sense to have him so look, I'm I'm holding off on that. I'm not going to make any changes this week because well, I've just made my wild card. Yeah. Obviously, Champions League. I, there's chat of Hazard being injured. Apparently, he's not going to play in the Europa League. Um, he's been ruled out of that match already. It's annoying about Hazard because he was electric and then yeah. he's been single figure returns the last few weeks. Yeah. So he, you know. If he's injured, that obviously poses a problem. But let's yeah. see how long he's out for. I'm not going to make any rush. Comes prominence. Yeah, in that exactly. And he's, how much is he? He's quite Five point seven at the moment. Yeah, that feels like a fairly solid investment. It feels mm. like he's sort of cementing. I mean, his the, the goal he got against United was complete fluke. Really, you know, it's yeah, just he happened. Yeah, he? yeah, and he and he, I, he got see assist for England in the end. Yeah, he? he's got Jorginho behind him. He's yeah. using that base to move forward. Yeah. So, so well, there we go. Let's uh, and share your teams with us. So share what you think and everything like that that's going on. Yeah, let us know. Who, yeah, any tips we have <laughs> failed to cover? Which yeah, could be numerous. Yeah, um, let us know because you know, we always like a bit of 
advice, don't we? Yeah. Just have a quick look at the fixtures, see if there's any really tasty games. There's some good games. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool at home to Cardiff feels like yeah. there's going to be some big attacking returns there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why lots of people are keeping Salah and making him captain because yeah. because of these fixtures. But, you know, against Huddersfield, you would have expected Liverpool to score more. Than Absolutely. And they were fairly lucky to and get away with they struggled against the smaller teams last season. So I do wonder, and Cardiff will be buoyant after the, the 4-2 drubbing yeah. of Fulham. Neil Etheridge is going to be firing all cylinders. Probably playing himself. Probably, yeah. So, you know, who knows? What other fixtures are there? Uh, uh, Fulham Bournemouth. Yeah. It smells like goals. Yeah. Um, Brighton Wolves, which I think Brighton are good at home, aren't they? Wolves have had that little stutter. Uh, Southampton, Newcastle. If you, Watford at home to Huddersfield, you think? Mm. Watford are good at home. Um, Burnley are at home to Chelsea. Palace at home to Arsenal and United at home to Everton. Oh, and Spurs at home to City. Yeah, Spurs City is the big one. Day. Yeah, that'd be so interesting. So it's hard to pick out, like, because United, I just don't know who you pick from that team. Obviously, Marshall did well yeah. the weekend, but is he going to stay in the team? I mean, they could stutter against Everton as well, I think. Yeah, I haven't got any Tottenham players, so I'm sort of, I'm all right with that because I hate, you know, I hated. The, you know, the where you get United, Chelsea, and you might have clashes. Where you get the clashes, I hate that. We've also had a few in recent weeks, but I'm, I, thankfully, I've just got City players, so no, no Spurs well, I've, players. I've never picked a Tottenham. No, player in my fantasy football club. Famous for that. Yeah, which was such a great decision for the early days, and then Spurs became better than Arsenal. When yeah, it became slightly an albatross around my neck. Not but, so good. But this season, no one's really. Uh, Ericsson's back, isn't he? Mm. He's always a good shout in fantasy. Yeah. I'm waiting for Ali to come back and I'll get him in. I hate that so much. I can't even begin to quantify it. Right, I think that's a good <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's a good let's point not, to move let's on. Let's not move. So we should, oh, well, we should recap Sarri, shouldn't yes, we? Yes, exactly. So go ahead. Okay, us. well, so you were absolutely spot on with Rafael and Fabio De Silva, who played together for United. Um, but the other set of twins to um, play against each other were Michael and Will Keane. Oh my god! Uh, Michael Keane, yeah. when he was playing for Burnley in 2016, played against his uh, twin brother Will. Uh, and then the other ones to play were in 2002. Who was Will Keane playing for? Will Keane was that. playing for Hull. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Glamatai, mm, yeah. basically. Um, Rod, uh, in 2010-11, Rod Wallace uh, playing in the same t- uh, playing for Leeds with his brother Ray Wallace. Wow. Remember them? Nope. Uh, you must remember Rod Wallace. I remember Rod Wallace. Because he went on to, to Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and then the one that I thought you might have got was uh, the Olsen twins at Blackburn. Mary uh, Kate and Ashley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, love them. Uh, no, Martin and Marcus. Yeah. Uh, I think they may have been, I might be right, they might have been a different side fullbacks. Right. At the time, but um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that them. is such a tough one, mate. Yeah, that was uh, a testing, Thanks. a testing salary, uh, which he failed from yeah. early on. So. I'm just tucking into pistachios. Like, yeah, yeah, this is in honour of uh, Will's uh, yeah. buddies at Leighton Orient. Yeah, Thanks for loads pistachios. Of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, on that note, what's will Stuff my face with pistachios. Love you and leave you. See ya. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you for game week eleven with yeah. the return of Rob. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. Daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.